Welcome to another episode of Jeff Diamond's Vikings and NFL Insider on Talk North. I am Brianne Burdett. I am the producer of the show, and I want to say thank you to our sponsors, White Bear Lake Superstore and Platinum Bank. All right, Jeff, so this was a big week. It is the start of the new league year and NFL free agency. So the biggest news coming out of Vikings, obviously, is the Kirk Cousins extension. I want to know your thoughts on that. Yeah, thanks, Brianne, and, and nice to be with you today, and our, our friend Jim is on a little vacay, which is nice. And so happy to, to talk with you this morning. And as we kind of go through the start of free agency and, and the start of the 2022 league year in the NFL, it never stops. And certainly early to mid-March is a very busy time for team execs. I know from my experience as a GM and a team president, it's a really hectic time. And I remember a lot of years when we were working hard to get under the cap, whether it was in Minnesota or Tennessee, and especially back in those years when the cap increases weren't as big as they have been in recent years. And this year, for example, it's, it's an over $20 million increase, but, but it's still difficult. And we can see teams struggling to get under the cap, and the Vikings are no exception. And so, of course, the, the big news, as you mentioned, Kirk Cousins getting exactly what I thought would happen with his situation was which was a, a one-year extension with a couple of voidable years that are kind of fluffier, shall we call it. And all that does is it enables them to spread his signing bonus over more seasons, which helps get the salary cap number down. So they're able to reduce the salary cap number by about $14 million off the 2022 cap. They were about $15 million over the cap when they made that move. So that got them close, and then they released Michael Pierce, the defensive tackle, good player, but unfortunately had missed 25 games the past two seasons with his COVID opt-out and a torn triceps. But back to the Cousins' situation and decision, and there were some rumblings that there were some teams that were interested in trading for Kirk, but I think from the Vikings' standpoint, unless the team was really willing to step out and give them a huge offer that they couldn't turn down, as they used to say in The Godfather, <laughs> an offer they couldn't refuse. And if they were going to make them an offer such as the Russell Wilson deal or Matthew Stafford type deal with multiple first round picks, then I think it, it's a move that they would have made happily and moved on, got out from under that salary cap issue with Cousins' $45 million cap. But without that, his value was greater to keep him this year at least, and probably for two years. When you look around the NFL, the the alternatives just weren't really there. They would have had to go with, with a kind of a stopgap veteran-type quarterback, uh, an Andy Dalton-type, shall we say, or a young quarterback, a Kellen Mond, or if they drafted a guy in the first or second round. And with this team as it's currently built, I think they've got – the pieces to be competitive and to be one of those teams that can move from non-playoff status to playoff status in a hurry. And I do think there's some ego involved here with the new coaching staff and Kevin O'Connell who wants his shot at trying to elevate Cousins game. And I think that he can do that. I think that 
that Clint Kubiak was not able to to move Kirk forward, even though Kirk had a, had a good year last year, but to take him to the next level where he's a multi-playoff game winner and all that, then he's going to have to improve in certain areas, such as when plays break down, when when he has to be more creative. That's that's where he can make his improvement. And I, and I think that O'Connell can help him in that area, can help him with with more Again, they did plenty of play action, but more movement of Cousins, more bootlegs, the kind of things that, that he can be really effective at. So I, I think it was the right call to keep Cousins as starting quarterback. But now what they need to do is, is upgrade the interior offensive line. And I, I thought they, they lost a pretty good player in Mason Cole, uh, who – was signed by Pittsburgh for an affordable $5 million a year deal, which I thought that they should have kept Cole for that kind of a number. And because I thought he played better than Garrett Bradbury last year when he was in there. So I think that's a loss and they need to go forward in, in the interior offensive line. Right now they've gone backwards. They've signed a veteran free agent from Denver, Austin Schlotman, who's more of a minimum salary guy, a backup type guy. So We'll see what happens now. I think that the next critical step for this team, and they have made a couple of moves, not real splashy moves early in free agency, but they signed defensive tackle Harrison Phillips to re- basically replace Michael Pierce, but a little cheaper at $6.5 million a year. Sounds like he's a good player and will be a good guy in that rotation at the defensive tackle spot with LaDainian Tomlinson, Armand Watts. Jordan Hicks is really an interesting signing, I thought, as a – unrestricted free agent from Arizona, had 100-plus tackles three, three straight years in Arizona, four sacks last year, five passes defense, uh, former third-round pick. I like his background. He won a Super Bowl in Philly, and I think that that signals Anthony Barr will be going elsewhere. And so I think they basically substituted a productive player who is less injury-prone than Barr was. And so those are kind of the two major signings so far but they really still need to address the cornerback situation. Right now, they've only got four guys on on the roster. They need to try to get Patrick Peterson back, maybe sign another veteran free agent, and then look to the draft for some really quality cornerbacks. They also have a hole at safety after Xavier Woods has left in free agency and, and moved on. And so I like Cam Bynum, who was a uh, a fourth-round pick last year. I thought he showed some really good instincts and, and greater speed than Woods, and I think he could step in and conceivably be a starter this year, but I'm sure they're going to look for some veteran help there and, and perhaps in free agency. So we'll see what shakes out. They've also lost Tyler Conklin, a very good tight end, had an excellent year last year in his breakout season with 61 catches, and he's moving on to the Jets uh, on a – close to $20 million uh, deal over three years. And so I think from that perspective, what's interesting to me is that they signed Johnny Munt from the Rams, who's very familiar. Obviously, O'Connell is very familiar with him, some of the other new staff members that have come from L.A. And I think what that tells me is that the the Vikings deemed Conklin too expensive, uh, and so they're going to pair Munt as he's more of a blocking tight end and pair him with, with Irv Smith Jr. And they're really counting on Irv for a full recovery from his knee injury last year. And I think that they're going to go more with a predominant 
three wide receiver offense with, with Jefferson, Thielen, and Osborne, which makes sense, uh, especially if Conklin's not here. And so now they're going to need Irv Smith to step up and have a big year because I think Conklin is a loss for them. So those are kind of some of the early moves, and, and we'll, we can talk a little further on, on, on what the Vikings are going to do. We need to talk about Daniil Hunter, and, and he's the next big person on the radar for the Vikings. They've got to get something done by, by this Sunday with him when his $18 million roster bonus kicks in. They need to reduce his $26 million cap number. As I said, they need to address the corner situation. Looking around the league, it, it's really interesting. I think when you consider the Vikings' main competition in the NFC North, the Packers and the Bears, both of those teams have taken a step backwards in free agency with some big losses. And I'm talking specifically about Zadarius Smith leaving Green Bay and Khalil Mack, who has has uh, been traded to the Chargers. Uh, those are big losses for those teams. And those are two players who really killed the Vikings over the last few years. So, those are some of the moves that are going on around the league, Brianne, and some big signings of guys like Von Williams and Chandler Jones that kind of solidify and crystallize Daniil Hunter's market value. So a lot of stuff going on. Jacksonville making a lot of moves, and we can kind of talk about that as we kind of move forward. Yeah, big, big week. So like I mentioned, uh, our sponsors are White Bear Lake Superstore and Platinum Bank. Jeff, tell me more about them, please. Yes, absolutely, Brian, and always excited to talk about the White Bear Lake Superstore, Buick GMC, and my great friend, the owner, Paul Rubin, his general manager, Charlie Guttrell, their fantastic staff, Minnesota's number one volume, Buick GMC dealer, six years running with the best selection and with their super friendly premium team. Check out their great website we always talk about, whitebearlakesuperstore.com. You'll see great selection of pickup trucks and full-size SUVs. New 2021 and 2022 Buick SUVs, including the stylish Encore GX with 0% APR offers up to 72 months. And there are 0% APR offers on most 21 and 22 GMC models, including the fabulous Sierra 1500. Reserve yours today. And don't wait. Reserve your all-electric super truck, the Hummer EV. The Wiper Lake Superstore also is the Quigley 4x4 van superstore. They are a certified elite dealer. Only 7% of GM dealers make the cut. So visit in person at 3900 Highway 61 North in White Bear Lake or online at whitebearlakesuperstore.com for all your vehicle needs and the premium experience. Buick GMC, we are professional grade. All right. How about Platinum Bank? And Platinum Bank, fantastic bank, great sponsor. Is your bank a partner or simply a provider? In today's environment, businesses and individuals need a bank <clears throat> that can move quickly and act creatively. Platinum Bank understands the Twin Cities market, partnering with clients to overcome the challenges, capitalize on opportunities, and helping Twin Cities execs to grow their businesses. Platinum Bank's financial products are tailored to meet the unique needs of your organization and solve your problems, not create them. I am a very happy Platinum Bank client and account holder and have personally experienced tremendous customer service working with market president Nate Erfer and VP Drew Lynch. To learn how Platinum Bank can be an asset to your business, visit www.platinumbankmn.com. Platinum Bank, providing a means to a dream. All right, Jeff, what was your reaction to the tendering of uh, kicker Greg Joseph? And uh, where do you think the Vikings are headed with Daniil Hunter? Yeah, 
couple of great questions, Brianne, and I, I think it was it was a, a, a smart move to, to to tender Greg Joseph. I think he, after his his kind of rough start when he missed the game-winning potential field goal in Arizona, he rebounded and, and made his last 21 kicks. He's got a big leg. Uh, he made seven or nine field goals from 50 yards or more and, and had an excellent touchdown percentage on kickoffs, one of the best in the league. So I think it's a good move to tender him at that $2.43 million restricted free agent number. And they were also able to to re-sign Jordan Berry, their punter. So their kicking game is in good shape. And as I said, I think the other the other players that they have lost are, are some some potentially big losses in, in Conklin and Cole. Xavier Woods, I, I think they can compensate for him with Cam Bynum. Daniil Hunter, you mentioned, and his status has to be resolved in the next few days. He has that $18 million option bonus that hits on uh, this coming Sunday, and he's got a $26 million cap hit. They need cap relief from him in order to, to go and try to re-sign some of their quality free agents that are out there. I'm talking about starters Patrick Peterson. I'm talking about Sheldon Richardson and potentially Nick Vigil, maybe a guy that they want to bring back. And so they need to free up some money and then go out in the free, in the free market and sign a veteran cornerback, sign an interior offensive lineman, and address those issues too. And, and perhaps an, another edge rusher, I think, is going to be on their radar. And so Hunter, I, I still think he is, he is worth keeping here. When he's healthy, he's one of the best in the league. And obviously, he is focused on a $20 million-plus-a-year deal, which is where Von Miller and Chandler Jones just came in and, and where Khalil Mack has been. I, I think it's, it's kind of difficult, and I understand – Quasi Adolfo Menza, the new GM, perhaps having a little bit of reluctance to commit long term to to Neon until he can prove that he can stay healthy for a full season and be that 15 sack a year guy that he was. <laughs> Once he does that, then maybe they step out. The good thing with him, he's he's only 27 years old. He's a lot younger than than Miller and and Jones, Chandler Jones, I mentioned, and Von Miller, and so. I don't necessarily think it makes sense to trade him just to get out from under that cap number unless they get a, a really great offer, which I'm not sure is going to be coming for a guy who's been hurt the last two years. And so I think it makes sense to try to maybe do a Cousins type deal where you extend him one more year, you put a couple of voidable years on the deal. I know you're kicking the can down the road cap wise, but you're keeping a potentially game changing type player. And I think that makes the most sense unless you get a great trade offer for him. But I think that long-term extension that he wants at this point is a little bit risky with his injury history. So we're going to have a resolution on that. By the time we talk next week, we'll know what Daniil Hunter's status is. And I expect him to be back with the Vikings under a slightly extended contract or restructured contract where that basically that $18 million roster bonus will be converted to a signing bonus spread over several years, and that'll knock his cap number down by probably $12 million or so. And, and then they can have some money to go out and sign some players. But, but he is the next domino that's really important for the, for the team to deal with, and we'll see what shakes out with that. 
Now, I, I think, Brianne, we also talked about some other issues around the league. And, and when I mentioned the Vikings' chief competition, and I'm talking about the Packers and the Bears taking a step backwards, which they, I think they have. And even though Green Bay is still the clear favorite in the division because they were able to bring Aaron Rodgers back and Devontae Adams under a franchise tag, although Devontae Adams is saying that he wants a long-term deal and does not want to play under that franchise tag, which is always what players say this time of year. And they've got until middle of July to get a long-term deal done with him, which I expect that they will do and tie him to Rodgers for, for many more years. But losing Zadarius Smith, I think is a, is a big loss. He's their best pass rusher. They also had to release because of, because they were way over the, over the cap. They had to release a, a good starting offensive tackle, Billy Turner, who grew up in the Twin Cities, went to Mount Zoo High, and his grandpa, Billy Johnson, a very close friend of mine. And so Billy Turner, I think, was a, a loss for the Packers, too, when they had to free up some money. Chicago, meanwhile as I said, traded Khalil Mack to the Chargers, and they're likely to lose another Viking killer, Akeem Hicks, in free agency. Also, Allen Robinson, a really good receiver uh, for the Bears, who they franchised last year. He's likely to sign elsewhere. And the Steelers signed one of the Bears' top offensive linemen in guard James Daniels. So I think the Bears have taken a step backwards. The Packers have taken a step backwards. Green Bay was able to re-sign a former gopher linebacker, Devon, Devondre Campbell, after his all-pro season. And he got a, a $10 million a year deal, so congrats to Devondre. And, but I think Green Bay and Chicago taking a step back. The Vikings are kind of in a neutral mode, I would say, right now. Maybe took a slight step back, losing Conklin, and if Bauer leaves. But I, I do think Jordan Hicks can step in for him. Phillips in place of Michael Pierce. Phillips may not be quite as productive as Pierce, but he may be more durable. So those are kind of a wash, those moves. But again, until they address the cornerback situation, then it's, it's a big concern and that interior offensive line. And Brian, let, let's talk a little bit about some other big issues around the league before we sign off. Deshaun Watson, and now that it's been determined that he's not going to be criminally charged in connection with the sexual assault and harassment cases, uh, teams have begun meeting with him. And the 22 civil cases against Watson are still pending. So with, with the reality that there's going to be no jail time in play. And so it sounds like he will, he will almost definitely be traded before the draft, but it's going to be a very pricey deal, several number one picks, because he is a potential top five quarterback and has been in the league. Um, and even with this, this awful off the field stuff, which I think will get him, a suspension from the league under the personal conduct policy once it's announced that, that he has been traded to a new team. So I think Deshaun Watson's situation will be resolved soon. Another interesting signing that, that uh, struck me was Mitch Trubisky, another old Vikings foe from his bear days. He was with Buffalo last year as a backup, and, and he will be attempting to succeed the retired Ben Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh. But, but I, I still anticipate the Steelers drafting a quarterback in the first or second round to provide competition for Trubisky. And I think the other, of course, the, the biggest story this week, NFL-wise, which I thought was a ridiculous story, Brianne, was Tom Brady returning to Tampa Bay. And 
to me, it, it's such an ego trip for Brady. First of all, why did he retire immediately after the season? If, if there was any chance that he was going to come back and, and the rumblings started immediately that he was, that he was contemplating a return. It just was, I think, almost embarrassing for him to be retired for 40 days and, and then come back and say, I've got unfinished business in Tampa Bay and that he's going to return for his 23rd NFL season at 45 years old. I don't think he should have retired in the first place, but a player should never re retire immediately after a season and they need to sit back for a little period of time. And they had until he had until mid-March before the Bucks really needed to know if they were going to go out and sign another quarterback. He had some time where he could have contemplated this. Instead, he makes this abrupt announcement immediately after the season and then comes back basically six weeks later. I think it was an embarrassment for him. And he probably doesn't care <laughs> about what the media is saying and what other NFL observers are saying, but I, I, I always thought he was better than that. And it's just, as I said, kind of laughable that he's returning to Tampa Bay, which I think he never should have left in the first place because he was, he was had a great year last year, but ego sometimes drives these guys. And Tom Brady, I always thought in his Patriot days that he was a great team guy and kept his ego under control and got to Tampa Bay in that first year, won the Super Bowl, and, and again, seemed to be a good team guy. Lately, we're just hearing too many things, such as he wants to produce and star in his own movie. I mean, come on. Come on, Tom. <laughs> so that's my reaction to Tom Brady, my reaction around the league, and a really interesting time, a big, big period of time coming up for the Vikings and other NFL teams coming up over the next period of time as the new league year is officially underway and teams are under the salary cap and still freeing up money as the Vikings need to do with Daniil Hunter and perhaps maybe some other players too could be potential release candidates. We'll see, but we'll be a very interesting week before we talk next week, Brianne. And I think at this point we can probably basically sign off for this week and, and just uh, thank everybody for listening and, and look forward to talking to everybody again next week on, on Jeff Diamond's Vikings and NFL Insider. And uh, unless you have anything else to add, I think we're, we're probably pretty good for this week. Sounds good. You've given me a lot to think about and look forward to to next week. Like we mentioned, Jim is off this week and he'll be back joining us the following week. And thanks so much, Jeff. It was great to talk to you. Great. Thanks, Brianne. And, and all the best. And we'll talk next week. Absolutely. Thank you to White Bear Lake Superstore and Platinum Bank for sponsoring the program.